Good morning, good morning. It's Eshin Brenda Shoshana back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Years and years of doing this, offering this, I'm happy to do so. Well, the years just turned into one day today, right now, sharing, saying hello, saying good morning to everyone. You know, today, actually, I have an interesting, fascinating little story right from my own life that was startling, and I think it it so (laughs) much describes and encapsulates Zen practice and and why we need it. (laughs) And I don't mean need it in a very addictive way, but I mean why it's so important and fascinating. So this is what happened. I got very, I was reading a book, this happened a day or two ago. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. And and suddenly I saw the title of a book. It was referenced, and that title touched me so much. And not only did it touch me, but I was startled when I saw it because I'd heard it. Someone else had just said it very, very softly, almost almost under their breath, just in the passing. It just drifted out like a little cloud. A few weeks ago, someone had said that title, and it really touched me. And I thought, oh, what a beautiful... I didn't know it was the title of a book. It was. I thought it was just a comment. They said, idle chatter on a boat. And I thought, oh, when they said it very softly, as if it just, as I said, it wasn't connected to anything. It just came out like a little cloud drifting away. But it struck me even then when I heard it. I thought that's such a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful image and a wonderful, wonderful answer to, to, to many of the things that was going on in that moment uh, for me. And, and they were really responding to something very important in the interaction and then that little phrase came out, and it was very soft, almost under the breath. It just, it wasn't planned or anything. It just came out. So as I was reading, and I'd never heard it before, the phrase, never heard it before. So as I was reading the book this weekend, suddenly there it is. It was referenced in the book. That exact, and it's a book. It, it's a book. So I said, what? I was completely gripped by the phrase. And it's a book. Where is this book? How can I find this book? It just took over. And I began instantly searching <laughs> to get a hold of the book, to read the book, to find out more, to, to know what what is this? What is this? That's, of course, a very primary and beautiful Zen koan. What is this? And we get startled sometimes out of our normal, so-called, so-called <laughs> normal routines, so-called normal. But, and when we, that's a very wonderful moment when we're startled out of it for a moment, when something just grips us. It's not expected. There may be no answer to it, but there, there, there we are. So I am avidly searching for that book online, wherever it can be. I have a craving to immediately, to really know what's in the book. No more. I wanted to read it. I wanted to understand it in a different way. I wanted to become really conversant with it deeply. So I'm looking and looking and looking and looking. 
and looking and then finally I find it on and I download it and it's a very it's all very very long on my phone and it's the lines are a little bit jumbled so it's hard to read small print this and that this and that but there it is there it is or or so I thought as if we can download anything as if it's outside ourselves, but there it is, so I thought. And I was very excited to download it finally. And to, to actually, it was hard to read it because it was, as I said, very small print. And the, the lines were jumbled. But I'm the rest of the day, the, the day was gone. And any plan I might have had, I could not do anything else except read that book. I, such as I could online and and just interact with it and then I said well I I, I, this is, I can't keep going back to it online can I download it or I mean can I print it out somehow or then I said then I became again another wave of we could call obsession or another wave of determination or whatever you want to call it I'm searching 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 there must be some other way I can get this book, and I'm searching online again, and where? And then I'm to my surprise, they say it's included in different other books by this teacher, by Hakuin Zenji, who was one of the great Rinzai Zen masters of old, born in the 1600s, and who revitalized Zen practice at that point and had a great emphasis on, on koans. Anyway, it's in, so it said online, it's in this book of his, it's in that book. So I immediately make sure, I mean, the whole day was spent with this and getting those books, ordering those books, blah, blah, blah. Wondering, wondering, when can I read them? Because it was so hard to read it in that other form. And dwelling on it. And then later on in the evening, later on, when, when it was time to go to bed, I picked up, before I went to bed, I picked up that original book again where it was mentioned, just mentioned. I just picked it up to look at it. I had put it down as soon, I had put that book where it was mentioned down as soon as I began to, as soon as I saw that the name of that, and I just felt so so compelled to find it. So so later in the evening, after I'd done everything I could to get a sense of the book or purchase some copies that it might be in, I picked up the original book, sim- a simple little paperback where it was mentioned. And I, I opened it again to the place I left off and to my shock, to my... <laughs> To my shock, all I had to do was turn the page. It was there it was in that little original paperback book that I'd had all the time. All the time. It was right there. It was right there. (laughs) What a wonderful story. If we talk about the nature of our life and the nature of Zen, I was absolutely shocked. The whole day gone in searching for this. And there it was, beautifully, in beautifully great print, page after. I didn't turn the page. I had gone off. The minute I saw something, I went off like, like a wind came, looking, looking, searching, wanting, 
interesting the whole day. And there it was. All I had to have done was to turn the page. Wow. Wow. Of course, I was shocked again. <laughs> shocked again at my own madness, in a sense. Why didn't I turn the page? Just give it a moment. Just dwell with it. Just have that moment of being with it and see what came next in that wonderful book which, by the way, is called Wild Ivy. It's another book of Hakuin's. Why didn't I just turn the page? So, you know, that, that's so interesting. And then I read everything that was left in that book, and they had said somewhere in it that the book, that the actual idle chatter on a boat is 50 pages long. And I said, oh, oh this is not all of it. Always we want more. Give me more. This isn't enough. I want more. Oh, maybe I got the essence of it, but is there more? Did I miss something here? What did I miss? Wow. This is so interesting because it is, in many ways, the heart of our life. We think we, even after we read it, even after we read it twice and got the essence of it, I missed something. There's more of it somewhere else. That's like a fundamental part of our, part of us, of our mind, of our nature. I don't like to label it anything. You could call it ego, small self, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter what you call it. What's interesting to look at how it functions in our life to, and in our world. We don't turn the page. We don't pay attention to what's right here and we don't realize that all is already given. It's all here. It's all given to us. But it's not enough. I want more. I want to know it more deeply. I'm missing something. That not only happens with books or ideas, but with relationships, with everything. Well, I only had someone just said to me, they're ill, they said, I only had 70 years to live. Only, only. I need more time very, very painful to hear that. I need more time. But are, you, are we, I didn't say this to them, of course, but are we occupying the moment? Are we occupying the time we have fully? Are we pausing? Are we, are we mining whatever is right here now? Are we turning the page? Are we finishing the book? before we go flying off, searching for more, more, more. Assuming it's not there. I assumed it wasn't there. Whole day, a whole day like that, searching. Had other plans for the day. They all went, no, this, I had to, I had to find this. In this sense, that kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, that kind of determination is very interesting. And it's, and the when we have it, not we suddenly say, no, I must, must find what I'm doing living in this world. And we sit on the cushion, we practice with that kind of determination. I don't care what my other plans are. This is so important to me that <clears throat> nothing else will pull me off the cushion. It won't pull me away like a leaf in the wind. So that kind of determination is good in a different context. It's interesting. But why do we assume that what we're searching for isn't here? That's the point. 
why, why do we assume we don't have it? We don't know it. We haven't. That's what makes us really, really, really miss the time we have, I think, very much so. Spend the whole day searching, the whole life searching, not fully present to what's been provided for us. It was already provided. <clears throat> it was already in my hands. I didn't even see it. I didn't even, it never even occurred to me that it would be right there in my hands. You know, for many years, as you know, I worked as a psychologist so many years, and people would come and often so many complaints about their relationships. Oh my, endless, endless years of it. He's not this, she's not that, he said this, they didn't do that. Just went on and on and on and on. They never, well, they did, of course, but when when we are in that mode, we don't just stay put quietly and let that moment of pain, of confusion, of longing, of desperation pass. Just be there with it. And that's like turning the page. Take the next breath and see what's next, what's available for you <clears throat> next in the relationship. <clears throat> what the next moment holds. What the next page wants to offer us. Very, very, and I would say that that is the heart of this practice. For me, I'm just talking, as I said, for me, not for any, I'm not any authority in anything here. I'm just sharing my experience with you. <coughs> I'm sorry, I've got a bit that cold came back today. See, that's, <coughs> that's pure practice. Went away, came back, probably be gone in another moment. No, no need to jump up and assume it's this, assume it's that. Just be with it the way it is. And allow each moment to come as it does. Just as it does, as it wants to. Life itself turns the page for us every day, all day long. <clears throat> One moment and then the next. And the art of patience, the art of sitting still while we're all stirred up, that's a very great and beautiful gift to ourselves and to life and to others. <clears throat> not jumping to conclusions, not going off on a mad search while what we want is right in front of us. <clears throat> Before I stop for today, I want to tell you the story of Anya Data. It's a wonderful Zen story. And she was very, very distressed. <clears throat> running all this like I was like same like that running all around the room all around the block searching searching and she couldn't be stopped she just couldn't stop it took over there was something she had to have <clears throat> and she's searching and searching and her one of her friends said what's going on what happened to you what are you searching for like this and Enyadatta poor Enyadatta said oh, I, I can't find my head I can't find it. No matter what I do, no matter where I look, I can't find my head. And her friend just looked at her. See, on the outside, we can see something going on, but on, when we're on, in the midst of it, we don't see it. And her friend said, just slow down, stop a bit. And then your doctor could not stop. And then she ran up back up to her home, and the friend came with her. And all of a sudden, 
All of a sudden, it hit her. Oh, my goodness. My head's on my shoulders. That's why I can't find it. It's right here. <clears throat> I never lost it. I never lost it at all. Just like me, <laughs> that book I was searching for was right in my hands. <clears throat> Sorry, or the message from the book was right in my hands. Never lost it at all. So the heart of this little story is don't run away. Don't run around. Don't, don't run away. Give it extra time. Be quiet. Stay there. And let it be revealed to you what's really here, right in your own life, in your own arms, in your own hand. Because it's all right here for you. You know, in, in our koans, we have such difficult and beautiful and simple treasures. And we do the same thing. We search, 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 search. And when we stop that, then the answer is revealed. So it's already time to stop for today. Thank you so much for listening. It's a great pleasure to, to be with you, to share this time. Thank you for your wonderful emails and comments. And I truly hope you have a beautiful week. And I'm interested to know what you discover right in your hands today. Be well and take care. The URL for this podcast is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. And if you would like to email me for any reason at all, uh, is topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.